All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk about the GOP debate last night, as well as the Tucker Carlson interview and my thoughts on the whole thing. Now, I wasn't able to live stream the events last night, and that's because I was watching my kid while my wife worked, and it was a pretty rough night. I mean, within a matter of hours, my kid picked up a dog turd outside, so I had to give him a bath. Then, after the bath, he drew on the wall with permanent marker which I had to look up a YouTube video on how to get that off, and I ended up spraying sunblock all over my walls to get this damn permanent marker off. And then while I was cleaning that up, he dumped out a, an entire bag of a white powder calcium supplement and, and got it all over the carpet, which ruined my vacuum, okay? So by the end of the night, I was like, I'm done, dude. <laughs> I'm not live streaming any of this. I just want to relax and listen. So I got a good night's sleep, I've had some time to collect my thoughts, and I'm ready to give some commentary. But before we get into it, first, check out our sponsor, MyPillow.com. You can use promo code NICK to save a ton of money on the best sleep products on the market. Right now, when you use promo code NICK, you can get these per kale sheets for as low as $25, as well as the MyPillow slippers, which are like literally walking on a cloud. I bought some for my wife and myself, and we both absolutely love them, and you can get them as low as $25 when you use promo code NICK. So go to MyPillow.com, support Mike Lindell, and support this channel. Now, without further ado, let's get into talking about what happened last night. And first and foremost, let's talk about the fact that Donald Trump's epic troll job of not showing up to the debate and instead doing an interview with Tucker was an absolute bombshell success. Within less than 24 hours... That interview has over 170 million views and counting, and I just checked, and it's over 180 million views now. That number is absolutely staggering and mind-blowing in comparison to the number of people that tuned into the actual debate. Most people are estimating that the number that tuned into the RNC debate is about 50 million, whereas some are saying the number is as high as 80 million. But even the most liberal number that you can give them is only about half of the amount of people that tuned in to the Tucker-Trump interview. And that says it all right there. These rhinos and Democrats have to be absolutely panicking right now because what Trump did last night by not showing up to the RNC debate and trolling Fox News in the RNC and doing an interview with Tucker, <laughs> Tucker Carlson, who was fired by Fox News, and that being an epic success, uh, that just solidified the fact that Trump is now completely untouchable. There's nothing they can do to him because even if he just sits there quietly and twiddles his thumbs until the primary election, he's still going to be the Republican frontrunner. He doesn't have to dignify these people and prove anything to the American people because the American people are smart and they're tuned in and they see through the BS and they just absolutely get it. And now that the American people are awake and they know what's happening, there's no going back. So Donald Trump is now completely untouchable. No matter how many indictments, no matter no matter how many Brian Kemp's and Paul Ryan's come forward and try to lecture us about how Donald Trump is too controversial, he's unelectable, and he's too focused on the 2020 election and election fraud, and we need one of these other establishment shills that are focused on the real issues that matter. No matter how many of these people come, uh, you know, try to lecture and browbeat us, it's not going to work. And the Tucker Carlson interview and the amazing success that it was just absolutely proves that and solidifies Trump as completely untouchable. Because at this point, they don't have anything left. They've used every institution against him. They've used every political weapon at their disposal. 
and there's no ammunition left. Trump is truly unstoppable. The only next logical step would be to assassinate him, and I don't think they're willing to do that because they'd start a civil war. So all these other eight Republicans, they're either competing for who could be the biggest loser, uh, they're competing for a, a position in Trump's cabinet, or they're just paid shills like Chris Christie and uh, Nikki Haley and Asa Hutchinson that are being paid to try to destroy Trump uh, you know, and sway people away from him. And then they're probably just going to drop out of the race and endorse Ron DeSantis, which is not going to work. You could take all these establishment Republicans and combine them together and give all their support to Ron DeSantis, and it's still not going to be enough to clear that margin between him and Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to win the primary. There's no question about it. DeSantis is not even going to come close. Uh, and last night only solidified that even more because this was his opportunity to shine and set himself apart and really persuade the American people that he's your guy. And his performance was absolutely pathetic, uncharismatic, and at times completely cringeworthy. His little fake half-smile that made him look like an alien that was smiling for the first time. His fake tough guy act. You know, this is a guy whose entire platform is trying to impersonate Donald Trump, put himself up as the great value version of Donald Trump without the indictments, and it just doesn't work because he's not authentic. He's completely fake. Um, there were times where he tried to sound tough where I laughed hysterically, and maybe it's because the guy's like four foot eleven, and it's hard to take somebody that's that short seriously. You know, I'm I'm nine foot tall, so it's uh it's really hard for me to be convinced by Ron DeSantis's tough guy act. At one point, I actually laughed hysterically when he was talking about the border and these fentanyl drug pushers. He said, if I'm president, we're going to leave these guys stone cold dead. <laughs> he looked directly into the camera and I just laughed my ass off because it sounded like a 10 year old, you know, clenching his fist and saying, we're going to freaking cream those stupid doo doo heads if I'm president. And there were just so many moments like that where I found myself cringing every time DeSantis opened his mouth. It was like Every time he talked, he was trying really, really hard to say something that was like a mic drop moment. You know, this epic comment that's going to go viral. He was trying so damn hard to be Donald Trump, and it just doesn't work. I swear, I think that his staff, you know, his campaign, his donors, his super PAC sat him down, and they were like, listen, Ron. The general consensus is that you got some good policies, right? You got some good things on your track record, but you lack charisma and you lack personality. So we need you to go out there and really electrify the crowd, really win them over. We want you to suck all the air out of the room and set yourself apart from Vivek Ramaswamy and all these other guys. And Ron was like, okay, I got this. And he went out there and he just tried to yell and raise his voice and do similar hand movements to Donald Trump for, you know, uh, for effect. And it just failed every single time. And unfortunately for old Meatball Ron, the only viral uh, clip from last night was the one where he hesitated to raise his hand when he was asked if he would support Donald Trump if convicted as the GOP nominee. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. So yeah, I guess at the end of the day, Ron did raise his hand, but only after he saw everybody to his left doing it. And I bet you a million dollars if Nikki Haley and, and Vivek and uh, Tim Scott and the, the other guy didn't raise their hands, I bet you a million dollars that Ron 
does not possess the leadership qualities and the courage to stand there by himself and stand on his own beliefs firmly grounded um, as an alpha male and raise his hand by himself. He only did it because everybody else was doing it. And, you know, on some level, I actually respect Chris Christie and Asa Hutchinson a little bit more than I respect Ron DeSantis because they're willing to stand in their belief even if it's unpopular, even if it gets them booed, and say that they wouldn't support Donald Trump if he was convicted because at least they're decisive. I mean, that's a leadership quality. Doing what's unpopular regardless of the consequences. And Ron DeSantis proved in that one short clip that he's not decisive, he's not a leader, he's not an alpha male, and he's certainly not authentic because he's only going to do what's popular, right? Whereas Donald Trump, you know, remember when Donald Trump... In, in the RNC debates back in 2016, he was on the Republican debate stage and said to Jeb Bush that your brother lied us into the Iraq war and said there was weapons of mass destruction when he knew that there wasn't. And he said that your brother is <laughs> under his leadership. The Twin Towers came down and that's not keeping us safe. Do you remember how loudly the crowd booed and ooed and odd and but that decisive leadership and the willingness to say what needs to be said regardless of the consequences is what sets donald trump against uh, uh, apart from somebody like ron DeSantis. now the only other big takeaway for me last night was the fact that vivek ramaswamy really came away the clear and decisive winner and it wasn't even close uh i think he's head and shoulders light years beyond the seven other republicans and he really had a chance to showcase that it's not only is he is he strong on policy, particularly the Ukraine war, the economy, and he, you know even though he's not a politician, he does have the track record of being an extremely successful entrepreneur, businessman that knows how to manage money. So we know he's good on the economy, but he also showcased that he has far more charisma and the ability to field you know questions and potentially could actually face the. Uh, the, the weaponized mainstream media, because one of the problems that we have is that a guy like Ron DeSantis is completely incapable of fielding the attacks, the relentless attacks from the media in the same manner that Donald Trump can. You know, Trump, while he's strong on policy, he's also relentless and untouchable to the attacks from the media, the shills, the establishment, the, the the Democrats. And I think last night Vivek showed that he has a little bit of that same spark. Not anywhere near on the level of Trump, but just a tiny ounce of it. Uh, particularly, there was that moment where he said climate change is a hoax, and the RNC crowd, uh, hand-selected crowd, booed. He handled that pretty well. He handled the exchange between Nikki Haley and himself where she was criticizing his lack of support for funding to Ukraine and, and Israel. He handled that pretty well as well. So it was an opportunity for him to show how he would react in the face of, of, of criticism and, and you know when he's under attack, and he didn't cave. He didn't cave, and he didn't bend, and he didn't budge. So I was pretty happy with his performance last night, and uh, I'm not a simp for Ramaswamy. I, I know he's not perfect. He has some things that he needs to answer for, but... I wouldn't be too unhappy to find out that, you know, Trump were to select Vivek Ramaswamy for uh, a, an appointment in his cabinet or even vice president in the Trump administration. I would be pretty happy with that. So those were the big takeaways for me last night. And I'm particularly interested in the polling numbers and where everybody stands after the fact. My prediction is that Vivek Ramaswamy is going to overtake Ron DeSantis for that number two spot. And 
Donald Trump is relatively going to stay exactly the same, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, today is obviously a really uh, historical day because Trump is going to be turning himself in. We're going to have the most famous photo ever in human history dropped today at some point, the mugshot of Donald Trump. I'm hoping for the double barrel thumbs up, uh, but we'll we'll have to see what that looks like. But it's going to be the most instant, instantly the most famous picture ever taken. Uh, but it's it's also a tragedy at the same exact time. So I think we'll have to do a second video today. Stay tuned. Uh, make sure to subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Click like. And thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.